when you're too cheap to go to the library. The look inside this book club. I'm Becky Selengut. And I'm Matthew Amster Burton. Today's April Fool's Day. Oh, wow. Are we not celebrating that this year? <laughs> I, like, do. I, think, I think anybody who tries to like do an April Fool's joke like on the internet this year should just be like banned. Seriously. N- not just canceled. Like what's worse than canceled? Executed? <laughs> Something like that. I, I think April Fool's Day is officially canceled. Right. Unless you're going um, uh, to do the, the big reveal that this indeed has been a nightmare and we're awake. Right. That would be so the best. I think I think uh no, I think a good punishment for uh for like doing an April Fools this year is like someone just comes and punches you really hard and then says <laughs> April Fools and and th- you say then like the offender says what's the joke and you say you're the joke. Yeah, it's just like I, I feel like I'm being punched in the face every day. Yeah, Everyone yeah, exactly. feels like they're being punched in the face. So I just, this person was just basically making your 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 inner internal reality, your external reality. I like it. Yeah, exactly. All right. So this week we're going to be reading Mending Fences, which is not what I said we were going to be reading. Oh, and right. I'm not going to tell you the exact reason, but just trust me. It was extremely offensive on a billion letters. Hashtag everything gross so we're not going to be reading that this time because um, it's okay becky people already use that hashtag to talk about our show <laughs> Do they? okay uh so yeah you're welcome don't read that book it was disturbing and traumatic okay. so I, we are, luckily we're, i don't remember what book you said and probably it, other yeah, people don't yeah. either so but we're going to be reading um thanks to i don't know if i mentioned earlier the amish another amish romance Did thanks I to the amish before? we're going to be reading this thanks book. to the amish for your your culture because we were going to be reading it in the form of a romance novel um so the book this week is uh mending fences um and uh it's by suzanne woods fisher there's a a, a strapping young guy with as you could probably imagine that uh the kind of typical amish hat with the black band oh, yeah, on absolutely. it and he but the thing i like about the cover here is he's he's got a buggy behind him a amish girl behind a fence way back in the distance looking oh at that's longingly. where you should keep him <laughs> and his um suspenders are slightly akimbo <laughs> Um, I'm afraid to load up the book cover because I'm afraid it's going to ruin the remote podcasting session, but I'll definitely look at it later. But I mean, I don't need to because you just described it so vividly. I mean, it's a good, it's a good one, you guys. Of course, I'll ask you, Matt. Do you think the woman is photoshopped in? uh, The whole thing. Or is everything photoshopped? The whole thing looks photoshopped. So, and, and, and yeah, like nothing based on reality, but I'll ask you, Matthew. So, um. The woman who's at the fence line, is she face forward or looking over her turned shoulder, faced away? Um, I think she's just faced away and bent over. (laughs) Excuse me? (laughs) Wow. And cut. Yeah, I mean, I I, I haven't seen the book cover. Like I said, I'm just kind of hoping for the best. No, that's definitely not what's happening. But anyway, the truth is she's looking like coyly over her shoulder i knew that from the way you said it with the white bonnet past the buggy fine i'm looking up this fucking book (laughs) if if this ruins the podcast forever it's worth it mending fences mending fences suzanne woods fisher best-selling author anna's crossing he's a cute guy yeah but he's like like the She's so far in the background. Well, what's what's really disturbing about this cover is that he is polishing off what looks like oh, he's polishing a off, wrench, all right. a wrench, yeah, or something, which kind of looks like a, it could be a murder tool. 
Oh, for sure. And like, right? Right, right. This, I think the woman on the cover is the ghost of the woman he murdered. I know. Well, she's right? so far away. This is, this is witness. Yeah, yeah. All right, the, shall we, shall yeah, we get the to only the book? Amish reference anybody knows? <laughs> Except the Amish. They Except the more. Amish. They, yeah, the Amish know tons of Amish they references. Know it's tons so of cool. Amish references. Yeah, they've and got you know all these weird? Amish in jokes. You know what's weird is that they don't call them Amish references. They just call that them references. That is weird. They just call them references. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, I'm start. I know nothing about the Amish except for like I grew up in New Jersey, and so sometimes we drive through Pennsylvania mm -hmm. through Amish country. You'd think I would know more, but I was a little kid, so all I remember is like shoe fly pie being a thing that they would okay. sell, which is a really sticky sweet pie. And I remember lots of like handmade furniture, but maybe that was not the Amish. Maybe that was the Quakers. I can't remember, but really nice homemade furniture on the on the sides of the roads that people in just like would be selling on the side of the road. Yeah. Anyway, but I'm learning some things from this book. And one thing I'm learning is that the last name Lapp, L-A-P-P, apparently, very common Amish last name. And the reason I know this is because I looked at four Amish romance novels <gasps> before I got to this one, and there was a Lapp in three of them. Nice. <laughs> Something like that. So, yeah. Okay. I learned that. Um, and also, there's a character with the last name Smucker. My friend's last name is Smucker, and she's actually a uh, Quaker from Quaker family. Oh. So I wonder if the Quakers and the Amers got busy together sometimes. Well, they probably have a lot of uh, like in Overlap. overlapping in-jokes. Yeah, well, they have overlapping family members, if you yeah. know what I'm saying. Okay. Um, the only so, thing I know about the Amish, I mean, I've seen the movie Witness. Yeah. Good movie. Mm -hmm. And uh, like I've been to, I've been to like the Amish stand at the Reading Terminal Market in Philadelphia and I, like got some Scrapple or something. <laughs> Scrapple is Amish? Is I don't it just, know. It's, I, I mean, it's, it's I just think of it as like a Philadelphia or Pennsylvania, New Jersey thing. I mean, I, I definitely, up. there was definitely some, some, uh, an Amish stand. That's all I know. An, like, an I mean, I'm trying, stand. I'm trying hard not to, not to like make fun of the Amish because like, that's not what we're about. Is it, is it what we're about? Of course not. Okay. Of course not. Um, let's see. Okay. Chapter one, a year. I mean, the passed. fact is the, the Amish are probably better than us. Oh, absolutely. And yeah very much more qualified for this time of life that we're living in than yes. we are. I think there is such a thing as an Amish podcast. I think I heard about it on Planet Money or something one time, Radio Lab maybe. What's the subject besides that? Or maybe but... maybe it wasn't a podcast. Maybe it was uh there was there was like an Amish guy who writes ebooks. Okay. And uh and so, and so like the, the episode was that like you you would think that that like the Amish would not write ebooks, but it's okay for this guy to do it. Don't okay. remember why. Interesting. Fascinating. All right. All right. Mend, let's mend some, some of those fences. Let's okay, raise a bar. we're going to mend some fences. Chapter one. A year had passed since Luke Schrock's exile from Stony Ridge <laughs> began. And that takes us to our game. Great. Okay. So the lead character has a name that's, you sound like you have a bag of marbles in your mouth. Yeah. There's, a, there's an amazing density of consonants to this game. Luke, name, not game. Luke Schrock. Also game. But I like that there's Rock in his last name, which is a very good romance male yes. lead, and that he's got the classic four-letter first name. I think Rock was the name of the, the uh, one of the characters in that Santa romance we read <laughs> that was so crazy. Uh, Rock was one of the names? I think so. Okay, so Luke Schrock, which yeah. just makes me, I just love it. It's very it's funny. so much fun to say. Okay, so the protagonist's name is Luke Schrock. Please come up with three hypothetical friends of Luke's. Bonus points. I didn't tell you this. If you can say like how they're related. Oh, okay. Uh, with, with similarly consonant-packed names. 
Okay, okay I'll, um, I'll go first. I'll give you an example. Yeah. Mippy Schlip. <laughs> Mippy Schlip is Luke's sister's best friend. Okay. Uh, Luke's half-brother is Dak Shrank. <laughs> Shrank? Mm-hmm. Dak Shrank. Dak Shrank, yeah. Like like some weird well, grammatical version of shrink? Well, I spelled it S-C-H-R-E-N-K, but I think, I think S-C-H-R-A-N-K might be better. Like like something shrank? Yeah, like something shrank. Like your testicles? Uh-huh. Okay. I like it. Didn't we have a DAC in one of our other books? I'm sure we did. DAC it's four shrank. letters, and, it's, and it like lands like a brick. We also had a brick. Brick. We had a brick. Can you imagine like a, the kindergarten where it's like, okay, we're going to call your name out and see Romance if you're novel there. Kindergarten? Yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, Shrock, Luke. And all the, the, Shrank, like the, the women are like, it's all like a, a like a Y, like, like a Lacey, Brittany. Schlip, uh, Mippy. <laughs> Just go Mippy, Mippy Schlip. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Do you have any others? Uh, yeah. Um, uh, let's see. I didn't, know, I didn't know I was going to have to come up with a relationship, so I'm thinking. Okay, so um, Luke has some some family uh, in Quebec, and okay. uh, his uncle in Quebec is named Jacques Grunk. <laughs> it's like Thunk Junkerson. Yeah. Jacques Grunk? Uh, Grunk. Grunk. I'm sorry. Please. I'm so, please. I'm sorry. Grunk. Um, uh, so we should, yeah. So Grunk. Jacques Jacques Grunk, yes. Yeah, no, I was doing the kindergarten. Uh, oh, 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 yeah. Okay, out. sorry, sorry. Yeah, yeah. Here, present. Okay, here. here, present. We. Oh, uh, Thack- <laughs> Lacrid. Oh, that's good. <laughs> it sounds like uh, it sounds like some uh, like the Icelandic word for for salty licorice. Thackeray Lacrid is Luke's best friend. Okay. Um, Luke, uh, Luke likes to shop. Well, he doesn't like to, but he has to shop at the, at the feed store and gun shop. It's, it's the same <laughs> store. Okay. Uh, and the proprietor there is named Fritz Bluntstock. <laughs> nice. That's good. Bluntstock. Mm-hmm. Fritz. Um, Luke's horse's name <laughs> is Shucker's Ruckus. <laughs> <laughs> Don't know. <laughs> it's not even it doesn't even make any damn sense because i was i said shucker is a really good name for a first name for a man but then i'm like shucker like that's oysters man like yeah and it's hard for a for a horse hold on one second matthew mm-hmm. we're recording uh sorry no no and he can see this camera here <laughs> i didn't want you to come up there April just like approached semi naked, and I was yeah. like, "No, no! <laughs> camera." Okay, um, so there's no shuck- oysters anywhere near Amish. Well, country. and also like like horses are really bad at chucking oysters. I mean, they could smash like, oysters, but like the finesse bad. involved, yeah, famously like, bad. I, I mean, you've worked at a bunch of restaurants. Like you, one time, I, I you told me about how you hired a horse to to mm-hmm. shuck oysters and like do the seafood platters, and it didn't work out. It right? was a disaster for, yeah. but for the reasons you wouldn't imagine. Oh, okay. <laughs> Just kidding. What, what, what were the reasons? <laughs> um, when when <laughs> it, was, it was really racist. <laughs> <laughs> when Shuckers Ruckus went to to take a you know. A uh, Pacific, beautiful Pacific oyster out of the shell. It he just crushed the entire thing. It was. Oh, that was, just... was actually the reason I was thinking. Yeah, <laughs> and he was racist. And he was racist. Yeah. <laughs> okay, and then another bonus part of the game uh, is there's a store in the novel. It's called the Bent and Dent. Mm-hmm. And give me a couple of things that you think this could be, or you want it to be. What does the okay, Bent well, and Dent think... sell? What yeah, is I think it? they sell like fucked up wagon wheels. 
Like if you oh. if you can't afford like a or you don't know how to make new wagon wheels, you go to the Benton Dent, you just get like a square some, one. Some, yeah, square a square, square wagon wheel wheels. And you just have to sand it forever. <laughs> and then somebody goes by your house and they see the the buggy with the square, they're like, Oh, sail yep. at the sail at the Benton Dent, huh? Yep. That's where that's where Jacques Grunk lives. So I had it's funny that you should say that your idea, because my idea was that it's it's a used record store where all the records are are slightly bent or dent, okay. and so that they go over on the turnstable. Turnstable. That's a place where the <laughs> where Chucker's ruckus goes. <laughs> the, the the turntable. They go around the turntable a little wonky, so that it sort of. No, anyway. no, that makes sense. I mean, I've always said that LPs are the wagon wheels of music. <laughs> okay, I also think. Do you have any other things that the Benton Dent could be? Um, well, I think they sell refurbished barn parts because the oh. the main thing I know about about Amish country is that that barn raisings can break out at any time. At any time, even if there's right. no barn there. Right, because I mean, in, in the movie Witness, like they're kind of <laughs> doing nothing, and then suddenly, boom! Like barn five raising. o'clock next morning, barn raising. Um, and so, like, if you're not ready, you need to get get yourself down to the Benton Dent, talk to Frit, Fritz Bluntstock, okay, and uh, and just get some some. Uh, what what do you actually need for barn raising? Like planks, two wood. by fours. Wood's a good wood. one. Just, is it mostly wood? Mostly wood. Nails. Yeah, a racist horse. Uh, yeah. Well, that's what you're going to put in the barn after True. you're done. True. Yeah. Don't um, I, don't uh, don't barn your horse before the barn is raised. That's that's a that ar- is a old classic Amish, Amish yep. saying that yep. that's been I've been saying for for at least four seconds. Uh, I think that the Bent and Dent is the uh, is an Amish gay bookstore. Oh, I like that. Yeah, yeah. So, but it's not in Amish country because I don't think they take too kindly to that. So it's actually yeah. in East Rutherford, New Jersey. Okay, that makes sense. It doesn't have a lot of customers. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know. I mean, I think I think this this might be more popular than you would expect. Okay, probably. I mean, they did have the woman in the front of this cover very far in the background. <laughs> exactly. Yes, <laughs> like, yes. Almost I'm, looking, off the I'm page. looking at the cover again, like, you know, um, like, you know, Luke, notice me. Nah. Nah. <laughs> I'm you're good. Al- you're almost off the page. <laughs> I'm hanging out with, with my friend, my best friend, uh, Dak Shrink. Dak Shrink. Very Shrink. good friends. Oh, very nice. All right. Well, uh, is that the end of our episode? <laughs> we, yeah, I we, think so. I think it might be a record. One, two, three, four, five, six. We were six words in before the game happened. Oh, yeah. I, sometimes the game has been based purely on the title. That is true. You're right. Okay. All right. Well, let's get let's get into this. Luke Schrock. I want, I want to hear what's up. Okay. Year had passed since Luke Schrock's exile from Stony Ridge began. Stony, Stony Ridge. Stony Ridge. What do you think that is? Well, I mean, it's something definitely you should get looked at. You've got Stony a Stony Ridge, Ridge. Yeah. Or, or actually, no, no, no. A Stony Ridge is what a Neanderthal has on their on their forehead. Okay. <laughs> so his exile from Stony Ridge. Yeah, he didn't fit in with the Neanderthals. Okay. Too He'd human. Been, okay, a very long year. He'd been in and out of rehab twice. Hmm. So Stony Ridge is a rehab center. Wait, hold on. Make that three times. He'd forgotten the three day holiday weekend. He checked himself out and went on a bender. So I read that funny because I'm like, he checked himself out. He's like, I look good. I look, look good. I'm ready suspenders. for this bender. Yeah. Uh, the bus swerved and bumped on the country roads, stirring his stomach and ratcheting up his anxiety. The bus was Oh, so stuck. he's heading he's heading back home to Amish country after, after so. rehab? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't want to give it away, but yeah. 
The bus was stuffy and hot. It made him long for fresh air and cold all at once. Is this is this one of those buses where someone has a chicken on their lap? Probably. But why is that worth saying all at once? It made him long for fresh air and cold all at once. Yeah, I don't know. Like, because is it something that you want? Like you want a cold rush of air inside your bedroom? (laughs) Uh, Why would you have to say? I mean, that's assumed. And also, like, long for cold seems weird. Like, you'd say, like, a cold breeze or... Yeah, like a cool breeze. Cool breeze, yes. Nobody longs for cold. You know what I really want is to be cold. Maybe if you were, if you were in Death Valley. <laughs> uh, he was on his way back home. I love when they do this in, in romance novels, or any novel, really. They start... After they say he was on his back, way back home, they just use the word again as its own sentence. Home. Home. <laughs> In fact, it kind, yeah. of annoy- it kind of annoys me. It's, it's you know what my so... favorite thing? Speaking to you, this is more of like a TV show thing, but like someone mentioned that this happens like in every tv show sooner or later um and ever since then every time it happens like i laugh my ass off which is someone will be leaving a room after a conversation and the other person will say and bob and bob will turn and say yeah and the first person says thanks oh no <laughs> you know that makes me... it happens no. so often <laughs> that actually reminds me of uh something i heard i don't remember where i heard maybe i read it but anyway it doesn't matter it, that people indeed these days don't say you're welcome when people say thank you especially oh no it sounds there's no way to say it without sounding sarcastic or sounding um uh like you have a lot of hubris yeah yeah is that the right way to say that word um like not hubris but but like uh like you're self uh self-centered entitled yeah yeah like so like when someone inter but this was commonplace just even back into the 70s people would say thank you on interviews radio interviews and someone would say you're welcome yeah no, it's very can't do, common can't say that anymore so now it's just thank you it's just thank you escalation thank you thank you thank you um yeah no i um i i used to i used to like often like meet with uh with like college exchange students for like like english practice mm-hmm. and um and like a lot there were a lot of questions about like when someone greets me like how do i respond because like you know you go into a shop and someone will say like uh, hey how's it going um right and uh you're like um like What's how do up? i respond to that like it's we know going. how but if you're not a native <laughs> english speaker like uh, uh, what do I say? Oh my God, seriously. Like all the yeah. different things. That's why I, I like traveling to countries where they, they're so consistent with their greeting, like yeah. in shops where you just don't have that. Like America is probably the worst because we probably have a billion things we possibly can say or nothing at all, more mm-hmm. likely. Sup. Sup. <laughs> How's it hanging? Wait, yeah. What? <laughs> no one says that anymore. <laughs> what? <laughs> this is Nordstrom. <laughs> All right, back to the book. Home. Luke had a feeling he couldn't name exactly, but one he'd never had in relation to home before. Um, Gas? Okay. (laughs) Horniness. (laughs) Gross. (laughs) Fondness for his horse. Uh Yeah. If you know what I'm saying. Shuckers. I missed you. (laughs) Shuckers Ruckus. Shuckers Ruckus is... I love that name because there's Darius Ruckus, which is a country star. So that sort of got me into the country. And then the Shuckers is just like somewhere here in Seattle. (laughs) I I believe his name is Darius Rucker, not Darius Ruckus, but Darius Ruckus. (laughs) (laughs) Well, like, okay, wait, wait. You know what Darius Ruckus is? It is a a punk rock Hootie and the Blowfish cover band. 
for Darius Rucker. That would be fantastic. But they do Darius Rucker songs, but yes, all but, punk rock. But they bring the ruckus. Yeah, that's what <laughs> April's over in here on this side, but she can't hear what Matthew's saying, so she's like, "Who do you think is She's like, "Who are gonna love this? Who do you think is?" Um. Okay. Where was I? You want to have her on as a guest? Sure, she can come on, but she'd have to come and share my microphone. Well, I, I'll just like bring you another microphone. Oh, I, she's very shy about this. I've asked her okay. several times, and she keeps shaking her head no. So, but Heather's upstairs, so we can get Heather back on again. Oh, okay, great. Um, let's see. Where was I? Oh, yeah, home. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's where you were. You are, in fact, home. We all are. Luke had a feeling he couldn't name exactly, but when he'd never had in relation to home before. Oh, yeah, I said that already. Right, right. It used to mean security, belonging, unconditional acceptance. What he felt now contained that, all that. But today, but to today was added a hint of desperation. Okay. That's a very weird sentence. It was, but to today. To today. That is weird. It's a, it's a, it's a recipe is what you're reading. Like, uh, <laughs> to take today, add a hint of desperation, <laughs> a dash of horniness. Uh, a cold breeze. Yes. <laughs> uh, this was a bad idea. A terrible idea. He'd never intended to return to Stony Ridge. Well, I don't think many people who leave rehab intend to return. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. right? Yeah, I mean, this, this has been great. See you in a couple of weeks. <laughs> Bender time. <laughs> the counselor had strongly recommended that Luke find sober, supportive living arrangements. What could be more sober than an Amish farm, he asked Luke. Uh, well, that depends. Luke had been living among the Amish as he developed a dependency on alcohol. Oh. But then David Stolfutz, Stoltzfuss, mm-hmm. Stoltzfuss. Okay, I've heard that as an Amish <sighs> name before. Okay, can you, am I pronouncing that wrong? S-T-O-L-Stoltzfuss. David Stoltzfuss, his bishop, agreed with the counselor. He told him to stop running away from his problems, that coming home again was the only road to manhood. Oh, the road to manhood. The road to manhood. Probably the sequel to this book is paved with buggies um i mean i think the road to manhood is just like it's just another name for like the treasure trail true right true uh he recognized the fork in the road that would lead the bus straight into stony ridge okay wait a minute is stony ridge the rehab or the amish town okay is it but is he coming from rehab or going to rehab Oh, maybe I don't. Yeah, maybe. Did the bus leave rehab, go on like a big loop around town, and then drop it right back at rehab? It's the rehab loop. They stop at various uh, like NA places, like you know, Uh depending on what your addiction is. Just like picking up people outside the bar, like you know, you need to come with me. Have you ever heard? I don't know if April made this up or she's heard it somewhere, but the a, a, a bar name called the Thirteenth Step. Uh, it's terrible. Uh, no, but it's terrible. And it makes me laugh, and it's terrible. Yeah. And, I, and then I feel bad for laughing, and then I feel terrible, and then I laugh again. It's confusing. Just like this, just like this image of where the car, the the bus is on the relation to Stony Ridge or Amish country. I so can't tell. But I think I'm, he's on his way. Like, listen I, to this again. I'm thinking that Stony that that Stony Ridge is the name of the, his hometown. Uh. Uh-uh. And and no. rehab is something else. I've read enough of the book to tell you that okay. that's not true. So Stony Ridge is the name of the rehab place. Okay. So he recognized the fork in the road that would lead the bus straight into Stony Ridge. Pulling the cord to hop off the bus seemed like a very appealing option. He could head right toward Lang- Lancaster, which is where Amish uh, is, rather than left to Stony Ridge. He could do it. He should do it. But he didn't. The bus zoomed left. Um, well, also, he doesn't control the bus. True that. 
David like if Trump, he was driving the bus, he could make this decision. But as a passenger on the bus, no. And if he was riding um, Shucker's ruckus or whatever the exactly. my horse's yeah. name. David had promised he'd be waiting at the bus stop. Luke held out a sliver of hope that his mother might be there too and maybe his younger brother, Sammy. There was no chance that Galen King, his mother's husband, would be there. No mm. chance. Not after what happened to Galen's prized horse. Nope. No chance. Shuckers. Shuckers. Oh, shuckers. Oh, shuckers. <laughs> we only know one horse. When Luke had asked David what he would do with himself once he was back in town, the bishop was vague. One thing at a time, Luke. Let's get you home first. Okay. Okay. Luke had wanted to ask That's him if ominous. home... That's Luke had, asked, had wanted to ask him if home meant the inn at Eagle Hill, where his mother and brother and stepfather lived, or if he was using home as a metaphor. Home... Do they run an inn or do they live at an inn that someone else runs? There's so many questions. I know. But something inside is it, him... Is the inn run by those two women from that book we read a few weeks ago where they ask you a whole bunch of questions oh, when you check in? Right, and they let you I know that... I can't stop thinking about they that. They let you know that on floor three and floor exactly, four, right. there are two rooms on the left. And let's tell you all the names of the people checked into all those rooms. And the room numbers. But something inside held him back from asking, partly because he had a feeling David didn't know the answer. David Stolfitz had gone above and beyond the call of duty for Luke this last year. He'd come to visit him regularly, even when Luke told him not to bother. But David did bother, over and over again. He brought books to read, for he knew Luke loved to read. He read them too, and then they would discuss them. Conversation mm, grew easier. What kind of books do you think? I don't know. Like, like uh, religious texts? Misery. Um, uh-huh. <laughs> the bus uh, hit- Pachinko. The... <laughs> The reason David had never given up on Luke was, he said, because God never gave up on people. Okay. All right. The bus hit a pothole and jolted Luke against the window. <laughs> Is that the God giving pot- up on people? <laughs> yes, that's exactly what I was going to say. Uh, he recognized the passing farm as Windmill Farm, belonging to Amos mm. and Fern Lap, and took a note of the new mailbox. Not so oh. long ago, he'd put a cherry bomb in their old one and blown it to smithereens. Oh, he's a bad boy. He is a bad boy. Going to rehab, Jeez. blowing up mailboxes. Oh, my God. Um, all of a sudden... I have a question. Is anything going to happen in this book ever? Um, I don't know. Okay. Probably not, because we're almost out of time. Okay. Now I'm confused. Now I'm thinking Stony Ridge might be the farm? <gasps> I don't know. I don't think so. But I'm now not finding the reference that I thought. Okay, not wait. that it matters. Maybe Stony Ridge is the town and the rehab, just coincidentally. <laughs> oh, perhaps. Then we're both right. I like that. Mm-hmm. I like how you did that. Okay. Why had he done that? It was a circling discussion in group therapy. What were triggers that caused destructive behavior? The counselor encouraged mm-hmm. everyone to identify those triggers so that they'd know to recognize them. And then to yeah, redirect. I mean, why did he blow up a mailbox? Because it's I mean, awesome. He's a, he's a kid. Yeah. And then to re- redirect thoughts and feelings and behaviors towards something beneficial. Yeah, could, like, but if you you can't like if you if you have like the blow up a mailbox kind of feeling and you try and like like you know tamp that down and bottle yeah. it up inside, like you're gonna, you're blow, gonna up blow, blow up a horse. You're gonna blow up a horse. You're gonna blow up a horse. Yeah. Luke had tried to identify his triggers, tried and failed. Why why had he hurt people like the Laps who had been so good to him? He couldn't find an answer. For a short while before blowing up the Laps mailbox, he'd even <laughs> apprenticed for Jesse Stolfitz's buggy shop at Windmill Farm. Like so many opportunities Luke had been given, it hadn't gone well. The counselor suggested that if anyone got too close to Luke, <coughs> he would do something to push them away. Oh. <coughs> Wait, they suggested that that's what should happen? <laughs> or that? Uh, yeah, it sounds like a, a prescription. Okay. 
If anyone gets too close, push them away because otherwise Okey cherry bomb is going to blow up in their face. Yeah, Translation. good point. Stay away from Luke. He's he, He's got like bombs. <laughs> he's, he's got bombs. Got mom? Got bombs? He's, yeah, he's dropping b- bombs lyrically and and physically. The Dairy Council's very first ad campaign didn't go so well. <laughs> we got bombs? <laughs> They're like really off, <laughs> off message. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was funny in my head. <laughs> it was, yeah. It was, it was, it was very it, an advent campaign in very poor taste. It was just like <laughs> photos of celebrities getting blown up. People pour like pouring their milk over their cereal, but bombs would come out and blow up their cereal in their face. Mm-hmm. Oh man, Got bombs! I had some cinnamon toast crunch for breakfast, and it was so good. And like imagining my cinnamon toast crunch getting blown up before I get a chance <laughs> to eat it is so upset. I had a new cereal this morning that yeah. was was definitely I'm sorry it was a like like covid virus impulse buy something I uh-huh. wouldn't do oh, under yeah, normal yeah. circumstances it said turmeric coconut crunch cereal Oh you you blew it there <laughs> Bombs got bombs I totally blew it <laughs> It was horrible <laughs> You blew it up yeah <laughs> It was horrible No 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 you need to take this opportunity to to buy all the all the shitty junk food cereals <laughs> that you wouldn't buy it, otherwise It tasted like I was eating like a, a hippie on the beaches of St. Thomas I would, I mean, that doesn't sound too bad. <laughs> it tasted like patchouli and sadness. <laughs> mm, okay. Um, and, and, copper to, and copper tone suntan lotion. So we're never going to find out what Stony Ridge is really, but like, you oh, know, wait, Stony no. Ridge is whatever I, no, you believe it is. We just found out. That we was did. another, the next sentence. That was another reason the counselor had consistently encouraged Luke to return to Stony Ridge. But, Oh, wait, that could still be the... They're sending him back to rehab. Uh, Stony Ridge sounds more like a rehab clinic than a town. So, No, I actually think you're right. The first time he was released from rehab, he was adamant he would not return to Stony Ridge. But but, that could be either. Yeah, like, we'll never know. It's okay. It doesn't matter. I need to know. Then you're going to have to read the whole book. And you know what? I think by the end of the book, (laughs) you're still not going to be 100% sure. True. I think it's I think it's his the Amish country. Um, okay. Yeah. Uh, all yeah. right. What's, you what's can, the book for next time? Uh, the book for next time is called Debbie's Distraction by Debbie? Ruby Dixon. Uh, yeah, D E V I apostrophe oh, Debbie. S. Debbie. Debbie's Distraction by Ruby Dixon. Okay. Uh, you can find us at facebook.com slash look inside TBC, which stands for uh, look inside this barn council. Uh which, and if you look inside this barn council, you'll meet, you'll find Shucker's Ruckus. Shucker's Ruckus. Uh, the horse that got fired from, from the herb farm for <laughs> crushing oysters and uh, tossing out racial slurs. Um, and uh, look inside this bookclub.com. We'll post a photo of the, of the cover of this book. Perfect. As we do every uh, week. I mean, I a photo say... of the cover. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna order the book. <laughs> when it arrives, I'm gonna take a photo of the cover and then I'm gonna post Go to it Walgreens, on the website. Get it printed out. <laughs> That's and right. Then take a photo of the photo. <laughs> and then, and then take a photo of the photo. <laughs> Crop it. Um, uh, did we already mention pa- Patreon? No, patreon.com slash LITBC, where you can, uh, for $2 a month, get some bonus episodes, and for $5 a month, get some bonus episodes, plus a Moist Mountaineers t-shirt. Oh, and we're doing something new. We're doing something new. So thank you to some listener. Do you remember who the listener was? 
Lucifer's maybe. But it's a really good idea. So what we're going to be doing starting right now until we get to 30 listeners is we're going to be taking everyone who signs up to be a patron and throwing your name in a metaphorical hat. We will then have... Mm, it's going to be a literal hat. Uh, uh, no, just wait. A metaphorical hat because the hat actually is uh, Shucker's Ruckus stomping on uh, the, the, the names and whichever oh. one survives the stomping will get what, Matthew? So wait, so we're saying if you sign up for our Patreon, you, you stand a very good chance of being stomped by a horse? Um, we need to metaphorically, work on our sales Metaphorically. Pitch. But okay. anyway, we will put your name in a hat. We will pick a name out of the hat. So starting okay. right today, you have a chance of getting a Moist Mountaineers t-shirt, two extra bonus episodes, plus maybe more, and a care package that Matthew and I will send to you. We will first sanitize everything that goes into that package. Okay, but wait. But you for sure get... The, for two dollars, mm-hmm. the bonus episodes, or for yes, five dollars, the, the T-shirt. Yes. But we will also draw the yes. name of someone and send them a care package. Exactly. Sorry, okay. I was not clear. Yes, and you do not get the horse. So just to be um, really super clear. Yeah. So if your if your thing is getting stomped by a horse, we we're not going to be able to do that for you. No. No. But good I'm luck sorry. out there. I, I I really apologize if I made it seem like that was something both desirable and something we would send through the mail. No, no, no. It's it, like to, to ship a horse, you have to like put it in the back of one of those horse trucks. Oh, yes. You know, I when I look at you, Matthew, I think this is a guy who knows a lot about shipping horses. Mm-hmm. I know. <laughs> I get that a lot. I knew that from you because of the way you instantly knew that the bent and dent was a square buggy wheel store. <laughs> whatever you said. That's what I, I think. That's what I said. I said warped buggy wheels. <laughs> you said to be fair. <laughs> All right. We'll see you next time. My point is Luke Luke and the Bishop or whoever it was, like their their little book club, they're sitting around and reading the Pelican Brief, Moby Dick, <laughs> Little Fires Everywhere, and some other books. For sure.